Welcome back, everybody. This is uh, what number unveiling are we at now? 22. 22. You know what's weird? It is now the year 2022. <laughs> There's another reason we haven't been on in quite some time because of the holidays, the beginning of the New Year's. You know, everything gets real chaotic during that time. And uh, But we're back. Number 22. First of 2022's episodes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. You know, between the holidays, the New Year's, the Lord coming back and everything. No, wait, that last one was what I hoped would have already happened. <laughs> My bad. But uh, we do have a lot of things kicking off that we want to talk about. Um, what, what's the first topic you want to well, jump on? Well, <clears throat> it's been a couple of weeks. Um, how many weeks has it been? Easily. Since before Christmas, yeah. I think. Yeah. About a um, month. We had, we've had so much, we've had so much going on and I hate that we've had a few weeks, but, um, uh, we had some winter sickness going on and then we've had, um, so many things involving family and we, um, as our actual church are in the process of new, uh, moving into a new building and completely doing restru- construction remodeling. And so it has been crazy, um, busy so we are glad to get back on here and i was trying to remember when i was talking to sandy uh before you guys got here i was trying to remember what we had talked about at prayer meetings for the last couple of weeks um of things that are going on that we talked about and we were like hey we're going to talk about that uh then when we go back on there and then completely forgot but there's so many things now uh the birth pains uh, are getting so close together and are so frequent that it's almost like before you can remember one thing to talk about by the time you get here there's so many more things to talk about that they, they're almost getting so piled up uh and so behind that it's getting to uh it's getting to where we can't keep up with all the things that are that are going on but um i posted something on my facebook page the other day that was one thing that i wanted to bring up um and it was something um that is going on and just happened recently through science and it's from um the new york times wrote a piece on it and um i don't know if Gage, i think i've got it, I think uh, I've got yeah, it. yeah there you go uh it says uh, a man receives a heart from a genetically altered pig uh it says this breakthrough may lead one day to new supplies of animal organs uh to transplant into to human patients and i've had people um you know say well they've used a little piece of a, a pig uh heart you know to put on uh people when they've done open heart surgery in the past but this is a this is a little bit different um actually it's a whole lot different this is talking about i had posted and i may have talked about it on here a few months back to where they had uh, worked with a guy that was in a uh, brain dead coma and they had practiced using a pig kidney on this man and to see if his body would reject it or not and it did not reject it and i know that science and stuff was praising that this worked and how wonderful it was but now they have on a live man that was dying um that he uh, had all these things wrong with his heart and he was uh, you know you have to if you have a bad heart or you have a bad liver or you have a bad kidney or whatever now if if you have other issues 
uh, that cause you to be sick or if you're a certain age or if you have a cancer or anything, then they will reject you from being able to get a transplant. You're not considered a, a good uh, yeah, candidate uh, to get a transplant. And so this man was in that in that shape. They, they said he was he could not get a normal transplant. And so they um, had told him that they were they had been working with uh, genetically modified pigs where they had taken human DNA and mixed it with pig DNA and used even cloning to make these genetically modified hybrid pigs that had uh, human and uh, DNA and pig DNA in it. And they says that they've worked with cloning. It says by new gene editing and cloning technologies. Then they, they are making these pigs um, genetically, uh, making these pl- pigs, paying God. And then they are taking these, um, they took the heart of one of these genetically altered pigs and they placed it in this man. And it says uh, that so far uh, that the man's body, would, because it says normally they have tried this in the past and there are certain, th- our bodies reject these things mm-hmm. so they yeah. messed with the dna and removed the parts uh that tell it to reject it um so that it so that it took it it says organs less likely to be rejected by humans these gene altered ones uh, and these clone ones are less likely to be rejected by the humans um they have been, pig hearts have been transplanted successfully into baboons um but safety concerns a fear of if it's setting off a dangerous immune response that could be life-threatening precluded their use in humans until recently. So, uh, you know, in other words, your body tries to reject something that's a foreign body that's not supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. And so I talked about this, um, uh, and I used a few scriptures that I want to read off uh, tonight on why this is a big deal. And, and I haven't heard a lot about this from the Christian community. I haven't heard a lot about this. You know what's crazy is I haven't even heard a lot about this from the Jewish community because yeah. one of these companies that are even talking about using pig DNA and pig hearts and pig is out of Israel, which is mind-boggling to me because as Israelis, you know, um, supposedly they're supposed to believe in the Old Testament and the Torah, which would tell them not to, that pigs are right. unclean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, we are in the New Testament, and we know that, that God uh, told Peter anything that God calls clean, we cannot call unclean. And he was talking about what the meat that we ate, because he said, you know, we can eat anything as long as we pray for and sanctify it now. And the reason he was speaking to Peter about this, and he gave Peter the vision of the the blanket with all the animals to eat, is because he was using it to also tell Peter that he can purify the Gentile people. Mm -hmm. Um, that, That with the new covenant, when Jesus came and sent down the Holy Spirit, that it would bring uh you know that cleansing was had came to the gentiles so um but we but we we also know that uh in i'm going to read some of these scriptures on why it's a big deal and why i'm kind of shocked that i haven't heard anything much about it from uh, uh the jewish people or even um uh, muslim people they uh don't believe in uh they believe that pigs are unclean as well but in first corinthians 3 and 17 it says, if anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy, and you are that temple. Also, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, it says, Do you not know that you're the temple 
of the Holy Ghost, uh, the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwells within you. If any man destroys the temple of God, God will destroy him, for you are the temple of God, is holy, and that is what you are. First Peter 2 and 5 says, You yourself are like living stones and are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood to God, to offer spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Jeremiah 7 and 30, and God's complaining, and he says, For the people of Judah have done evil in my sight, declares the Lord. For they have set up their abominations in the house that bears my name, and so they have defiled it. Uh, in Leviticus, we see the old law uh, that God gave, and we know that Jesus said that he didn't come to do away with the law, but to, uh, to fulfill the law. Many that, uh, you know, we don't, we are Gentiles uh, that have been the bride of Christ, that have been adopted uh, into the true vine of God, but we don't have to follow Jewish customs, mm-hmm. uh, but, the, but the law of God stands forever. There's universal laws of God, and then there's Jewish um, temple laws that they had, but then there's universal laws that, 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 that stay forever. And the Ten Commandments are universal laws that stand forever. Um, but, you know, God, but there are certain ways that you know God, and you know God by the Old Testament because the Word of God is God in the flesh. And God says multiple times, even in Genesis, at the beginning of Genesis in creation, where he said he made man um, after its kind. He made each and every animal after its kind. And then he talks about not crossbreeding things. Um, Leviticus 19 and 19 says, crossbreed two different, do not crossbreed two different kinds of livestock. Mm-hmm. You shall not sow your fields with two different kinds of seeds. Um, and so, and you shall not uh, wear the clothing made of two different kinds of material. Now we know good and well now that God doesn't care if we wear clothing made of two different t- kinds of material. Uh, but what God was saying is that is that he was saying, I do not intermix things that I have placed together as right. one thing. And that goes back to Genesis 6 where the fallen angels came in and intermixed with mankind mm-hmm. and messed with the DNA of mankind, our book of life. Um, and it was something that the book of Jude which was written by Jesus' brother Jude, says these things should have never been. Second mm-hmm. uh, Peter says that should have never been. It was it was something that was considered an abomination to God when they took the DNA of humankind and they made a hybrid of it. And it even it says, um, again, you know, throughout the Bible, that when they intermixed animals, it was ungodly. Uh, when they tried to make, and that's why a lot of times when you see things that are intermixed, one thing uh, at, that's not mixed with its kind, they become barren. They become infertile. Right. Right. Um, and and it, they have a hard time um, being able to breed because it's, it's unnatural. Um, and we know that there was unnatural things occurring during the times of Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there is certain that God is against the that being with things, and I'm not talking about a race. Uh, I'm, that that has nothing to do with race. Um, I've heard people, you know, make the comment that the Bible says that a red bird don't mix with a blue bird, but that's not in the Bible. Um, and God does not say that. Uh, God is not ta- God uh, in the Old Testament when God told the Jewish people not to intermix with the 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 seven uh giant nations he wasn't talking about because of their race he was talking about because of the evil genetic code 
that was in the giants because the giants came um the giants are what caused these giant nations or what caused the gentile nations at the time and they didn't have pure dna of god Mm -hmm. and so we see here that god is not for the intermixing but one thing that god was you know specific on is that a pig is an unclean animal and we are the temple of god and uh on my page i was talking about how i've read so many people different um comments of people and that's one of the things that i wanted us to talk about and address tonight is our customs our our belief systems that that we get so stuck in our way of thinking or what we've always been taught or what we've always learned our whole life that even though we're seeing things straight in our face we ignore the obvious because it doesn't come packaged Mm -hmm. the way that we thought it was going to come packaged and i had someone on um facebook the other day there were someone was talking about everything that was going on in the world right now and somebody made the comment and they said well it can't be the last days yet because uh nobody because the temple has not been defiled uh yet and because this hasn't happened or this hasn't happened and i made the comment on the post and i said wouldn't it be terrible if the majority of the church missed the signs that was right in front of their face of the second coming of jesus christ the same way the pharisees missed his first coming and the signs of it that were right in their face because it didn't happen the way they had always been taught and studied Mm -hmm. that it would happen it didn't come wrapped up looking the exact same way that they expected it it wasn't that it went against what the bible had prophesied Mm -hmm. it's that it went against their interpretation right of what the Bible had prophesied. And so when Jesus came and it was obvious, uh, one person even said, you know, uh, what should I tell them? And uh, and uh, he said, uh, they were talking about to John the Baptist, and he said, tell them that the blind see, the deaf hear, the lame walk, uh, because they were saying, should I, who should we tell them that you are? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he said, tell them, hey, look, the blind are being able to see. So there was obvious signs, mm-hmm. but they, through their own teaching and through their own teachers, had been taught to, to study something and see it the way they were trained to see it. Mm-hmm. And if I've learned anything uh, through being raised in church and the third generation of, of, of ministers and pastors and Bible teachers, I've learned this, that no matter how many times I have read the Bible and been taught the Bible— Every time I open the Bible and read it, I see something that I did never paid attention to. We were talking about that today mm-hmm. um, before. I noticed something that that I never paid attention to and I never noticed before. And many, many years ago, God spoke to me and he said, read the Bible like a, a child that don't know anything. Because sometimes it is our knowledge of what we think mm-hmm. that causes us to not be open to seeing what is right in front of our eyes. We, we, in other words, we study to learn, to, to go with what we think we already know and to try to find the answers of what we think is already the truth instead of reading it and letting God just open our eyes to see the answers. Like if, if, if people believe pre-trib, then they're going to look for everything they can find that points out pre-trib. If people believe post-tribulation they're going to try to find any verse that they can to find post-tribulation but what if we just ask the holy spirit 
to open our eyes and to show us truth, even if we have interpreted it differently than than throughout the time. What what if there's a different interpretation? And so um, about the the you know the the Daniel thing, mm-hmm. we know in history that a man named Anicus Epiphanes the fourth in 167 BC, he was an antichrist. He was a form of an antichrist, just like Nimrod in Babylon was the first antichrist. Anticus Epiphanes was an evil, evil joker. Mm-hmm. He he came in and he destroyed the temple of God. He um, he tormented and and persecuted the Jewish people. This was the, during the time of the Maccabees. Um, and the, he 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 tried to force them to eat pork. I don't know what his obsession with that was, but it was pretty much. And let's think about this: it wasn't what he wasn't telling them to to kill, or the, he wasn't even telling them to say God is not God and to worship another necessarily and bow before another God. Anakis Epiphanes never said bow before me and let me mark you with my mark. Nothing. What Anakis Epiphanes did was get them to. To go, he was trying to get them to go against their um, conscience, what what they what their their belief system was. He uh, with the with the story of Anakin's Epiphanes and the Maccabees, there were uh, brothers of all different ages, and he would just try to get them to eat a piece of pork. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was it. Eat a piece of pork. That's yeah. all. And it was just you know a few years later on that Jesus. Um, you know, came and died and, and God spoke to Peter and said, hey, you can pray over this and bless it. So it wasn't the point that he was getting them to eat pork. It was the point that he was getting them to go against their God-given conscience. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that they wouldn't do it, and he tortured them to death and killed them because they would not eat pork. They would not um because they refused to do it because it went against their God-given conscience. And it was also uh, Anakin's Epiphanes that placed a pig in the temple to desecrate the temple and so um the what so in the book of daniel when it talks about the abomination of desecration a lot of people say hey this is going to happen again this is going to be something that repeats itself and history does repeat itself um but guys it has been fulfilled to the letter so you know i do believe that there there jesus said that there will be many antichrists that will come and uh, the beast with with the heads, the hydra that it talks about in the Bible, I believe that that is representative of all the antichrists that have came down through history, starting with Nimrod. And so there has been many antichrists that have come, but that has technically been fulfilled. Right. The, the temple desecration tore down. They weren't allowed to, to, to sacrifice or worship in their temple anymore. Mm-hmm. That was fulfilled with Anakin's Epiphanes. Could it be fulfilled again? Yes. But to to use that as the, whether we're seeing all these end-time events happening, that we're, oh, it, I know we're seeing this, but it can't be because that hasn't happened. It could very well be that you've been taught your whole life that that has to happen. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we've... We've we've mentioned this before, but how, it, it, you have to be careful acting like or saying that you're so confident in what you think you know, because then you start. To, it almost almost sounds arrogant for you to. Well, just it is. Think it's, you a, have it it's it's a it's down. a prideful thing oh, yeah. to think. Oh, just, just imagine if a child came up and they completely denied anything that you said. Like I don't believe that what you're saying to me right now, because <laughs> I don't believe that it's it's got to be this way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, just imagine if a child 
had that attitude with you. you well, they say, well, that's the truth. It, it, what about kids that are born, to, raised to worship Buddha? How would you ever be able to reach anyone mm-hmm. if they were never able to look at facts and see truth? You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That you can't know unless someone tells you. And if you know, if you if you don't try to look, you can't learn anything. You know, old timers would always used to say. You know, if you'll listen to what I'm telling you, then you'll know what I know, and you'll know what you know, too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's foolish for us to not look into other things. Um, You have to be wise about what you look into. But, you know, to only look at one view of whether it's pre-trib, post-trib, mid-trib, whatever, and you don't look to try to see if there's there's legit uh, points to what the other people are saying, um, then, then you you haven't really searched something out because you've searched one side of something. You understand what I'm saying? And you can find scriptures to kind of go with anything, but you have to rightly divide those scriptures. Mm-hmm. And so, what I'm trying to say is, have we even thought about this? Is I'm going to throw some things out to, um, with you th- tonight that I want y'all uh, that are kind of food for thought. And you may say, "Are you saying that this is what it is?" I'm giving you some food for thought tonight. What if, since the Bible clearly in the Old Testament, everything was done in the Old Testament, everything was done outward. Like, for instance, the covenant of circumcision was done outwardly. Um, the, the Ten Commandments was given physically, outwardly, handed to Moses by God, written on outward tablets. And, and when they came out of Egypt, Egypt was a legit country that they were brought out of. But in the New Testament, everything is more on a inside of us spiritual level. For one, he wrote the commandments in our heart on the exact day that he gave the commandments um, down to Moses, uh, which was the festival of Pentecost, um, is the same day that that he wrote the commandments in Acts chapter 2 on the hearts of the believer when the Holy Spirit entered into them. He writes the commandments on our heart. He then tells us that we don't have to be circumcised in the flesh on the outside anymore, but the circumcision takes place inside the heart. In the Old Testament, that the temple of God was always a physical temple. But now, in the New Testament, he tells us the assembly of believers becomes the church and the temple of God because he said, no, you not now that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And have we ever thought that Jesus spoke in Matthew 24 to, hey, look out for what Daniel spoke about. Um, but that happened before Jesus came with Anicus Epiphanes. But he didn't mean it was going to be the exact, he was saying another, the Antichrist is the same thing over and over and over again. Um what if, have we ever thought, and here's a food for thought, what if the fact that they're messing with the DNA of mankind right now, which is we know is what happened in Genesis 6, and when Jesus says, as in the days of Noah, that's what caused God's wrath to come the first time, is mutating the DNA of, of uh, the book of life of humans. Um, but what if it's also the fact that they are putting pig hearts that are genetically modified and mix in the DNA of man with the DNA of pig, and then they're putting it in the heart of man. Mm-hmm. The temple of God that God lives in, when God comes in, he says he changes our heart. Mm-hmm. He says he writes his law upon our heart. Um, and they're putting genetically modified 
pigs mm. inside of our bodies and our, their body parts. Um, and so that could very well be it. Yeah, to me, like, just when I heard that, to me, the fact that it's a, how strange is it that it's a pig of all animals that they're using to put their body parts in ours? I mean, you would think, you know, they've always said that we evolved from monkeys, that we're most like monkeys. Why not try a monkey heart? Or something, but just the fact that it's a pig to me just kind of shows how spiteful it is. I do think that I do think that the devil has a way of just spitting in in God's face. That's what I feel like it is. I I, I agree. I mean, why why does it have to be just a pig? Right. Because I know that we're not closer to a pig (laughs) than any other animal. I mean, that's crazy that there that there is out there. You know what I'm saying? I agree with you know at least could they at least not pick something that had thumbs? Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they could at least (laughs) pick a primate. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? To say that we are mixed with does it have to be a pig? The stinkiest, most vile uh, animal that the Bible records is a pig or a dog. And as Gentiles, we've already been considered a dog, you know. But um, mm-hmm. and now, hey, let's just let's just join them up with a pig, man. Mm-hmm. Let's join the dogs up with the pigs, and let's just be as the most detestable thing that we can possibly be in the eyes of God. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, that's what uh, that's what came to my mind. I was like, man, that's the the ones that even today, like you said, the Muslims and the Jews are disgusted by. They won't even, you know, eat. They won't eat them. They won't. And that's the ones that they're sticking in our bodies and making, you know, making us, making that animal a part of us. It's crazy. That's now. Here's another. I'm gonna throw something else crazy out there to y'all and get ready. Uh, you may need a piece of paper uh, to keep up because it's it, it's a little deep. But here's another thing that that I came across the other day about um, uh, that I want people to to open their mind and look into about the temple uh, of God. Uh, in Daniel, it it is talking about the, the rulers, different rulers that will. Daniel's very prophetic, and it and it tells you know the the image in Daniel goes through from Babylon uh, to the Medes and the Persians to the Greeks uh, to Rome to the split Roman Empire, the European Empire, and all the world powers that would ever rule. Well, it also talks about all the different kings of the north fighting the kings of the south throughout history. We know that one of the kings of the north and one of the kings of the south that it speaks of was Alexander the Great of Greece because it says that, again, that after uh, him, that it will be divided uh, by not somebody in his royal lineage, but divided into four uh, parts to his generals. And after Alexander the Great died, he was very young. He did not have anyone to pass his kingdom down to, and he had gotten this vast kingdom Um and so he had four generals that he split the kingdom between the four generals. One of them was ruling like uh, Egypt, and you know, one of them would rule a different part. Okay, so it, it, so these kings that it goes back and forth talk about, and then the king of the north will come up and fight the king of the south, and then this will happen, and it goes back and forth, and it's telling you the story of the different battles uh, of how people become the rulers of of each dynasty uh, that the image shows of you know throughout history. Well, it is part of there where it talks about the that it talks about one of the rulers at the end will come in and they will set up an object and it calls it it a thing. They will set something up on the dome uh, of, of the of the rock on Mount Moriah, uh, where the Temple Mount is. That they will set up an object, something that is that it should not be there because that's where the 
that the temple is supposed to be. That's Annika, after Annika's Epiphanes tore down the temple and destroyed it and did all the things that they did back then. Um, you know, that's where the temple was supposed to be mm-hmm. and where the Holy of Holies at one time sat. And it says that, you know, there'll be a big war and then, you know, somebody will come in and they will set up a temple right there uh, or an object, some kind of object that desecrates, just like Anakis did, okay? Um, and and the, it's and it talks about 1,290 uh, days or years um, because, you know, in Daniel it can be confusing, but it, can, it they'll talk about weeks of years, and it, he'll call it a week, but then it'll be years, or sometimes he'll talk about days or years. But it has always been said... That, I, um, that I've heard through a lot of people for many years, and I've studied and been told this for many years, that the 1290 represented three and a half years that the Antichrist would set up his temple uh, and desecrate the temple of God. And for 1290 days, he would rule, you know, over there. Uh, but in Daniel, it also says, uh, it says, Blessed is he that waits and cometh to the thousand three hundred and five and 30 days, mm-hmm. um, which was th- is 1,335 days. Um, but go thou thy way till the end, for thou shalt rest and stand thy lot at the end um, of the days. Um, Daniel. So Daniel was told there'd be 1,290 uh, 1, days or years. And then, but then he goes on and says, but... Whoever can stu- you know, stand and st- hold still to the end of the 1,335 da- uh, days or years. And so it's kind of weird, but he gives kind of this time frame of either 1290. Um, but there's going to be 1,335, which will be 45 more, that that you've got to hold tight till. Okay? I'm getting somewhere with this. I told you it's, a, it's, it's kind of difficult when you get into numbers. Yeah. But what – but – I, it, while I was reading it the other day, it hit me. What is an object that is sitting on the Temple Mount right now that has stopped the Jewish people from being able to sacrifice to their God or to pray or to do their praying? Why can the why right now can the Israeli people not go to the Temple Mount and pray? What is sitting there? What 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 is keeping them from being able to go? You know, they're not allowed to go on top of the Temple Mount and pray mm-hmm. anymore. Um, what? Why is that? You know, Sandy. <laughs> it has something to do with... Because of the, the, the Temple Mount that's been placed there by the Muslims. Right. right. Yeah. You've, got the, you've got the Dome of the Rock, of the Rock yeah. which is the, the mosque <clears throat> that was set there. So then I got to thinking, it says when it talks about the, the object that causes desecration that's sitting where God's temple used to sit... That where the Dome of the Rock is put, it there's a sign there that says God has no son. Um, that's one of the first things that it says is God has no son. So immediately it's denying Jesus Christ. And it is mocking even God. It's mocking Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, um, you know, and I know I have friends that I'm very close to uh, that I have witnessed to and I have I've talked to them about Jesus that are Muslim. And they're confused they were confused about why um it says that jesus has a son and i explained to him what it meant to be a son that he was the very dna of god but and they came down in the flesh but um 
but this sign that says, you know, he has no God, the Bible says if you deny Jesus, then you've denied the Father. You know, you yeah. you can't have one without the other. Uh, they're one. And so that'd be like me saying I like Sandy, but I don't like Sandy's flesh. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Sandy, but I hate her flesh. Her <laughs> flesh is not real. Mm-hmm. It's not accepted. I don't accept it. I only accept her soul and her spirit. Um, you know, <laughs> But uh, and we laugh about that. But how many churches say that they love God, but they refuse a spirit? Yeah, you know, like we love you, but but keep your spirit out of here. Mm -hmm. Um, so but that so they're kind of doing the same thing. They're saying, God, I love you, but keep your son out of here. Keep your flesh. We don't want your son. And then the churches are like, we don't want your spirit. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like they're dividing God. Mm -hmm. Um. And so, uh, you know, to love the Son is to love the Father. To love the Father is to love the Son. And to love them both is to accept the Holy Spirit. Right. Uh, but here's the cool thing about it. So when was this this Ottoman Empire, when, when the Muslims, you know, there's a certain time in history where the Ottoman Empire took over the world. And they became these big, um, you know, rulers for a while. They went in and conquested and took over many, many places. Well, it was during this time that they put this dome there, the Dome of the Rock, on the Temple Mount. And where the Dome of the Rock sets is exactly where the Temple, uh, and they believe that the Ark of the Covenant at one time sat. And so I got to looking at it, and it says the Dome of the Rock was built between 685 and 691 uh, AD, right? Okay, so let's do, uh, the reason I'm saying that is, let's say that the, the, the object of desecration that was set there, that it says stopped the Jewish people, the Israeli people from being able to worship. And look, and if we want to go New Testament on it, there was also a church there before the Dome of the Rock removed it. It was, you know, the temple and then a church was set there. And then, you know, and then they came in and took over during that time and they put their mosque there. And so at one time it was a Jewish temple. And then after that, it was a, a Christian church. And then, they came in and put their dome there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's when they put now, they're the, the Jewish people or the Christians, neither one are allowed mm-hmm. to pray on the Temple Mount. Christians or Jews are allowed to pray on the Temple Mount. Um, only if you're a Muslim are you allowed to pray on the Temple Mount or you, then the Jews are not allowed to make sacrifices. And it says he put an end to their, to their prayers and their sacrifices. Well, if it's, if it was done at 685 to 691 685 if you add and I I'm going to I don't know how easy this is gauge but I'm going to try to send this to you so somebody can have something to look at I think I've got it mm-hmm. but it says if you if you go from 685 um to 688 691 because it gives you from 685 to 691 690 to to 705 of the dates of when they're kind of believing that it that the dome of the rock was actually placed there Mm -hmm. okay if you go and you look at those numbers and you take the what daniel said about the object that is against god that desecrates where the temple was um if it was built and 688, and you add the 1290 that Daniel talks about, um, that gives you 1978, uh, which would be the time of the end. But he do- he doesn't say the time of the end, which is, and here's where I want to get to with it. In 1967, it was the Ottoman Empire, and 
um, and the British and different people like that that had control over Israel. Okay, it wasn't until 1967 that Israel regained Jerusalem back. Okay. And now they're able to actually even go up on the Temple Mount, and they're actually able to get access to the Wailing Wall, which is a part of the Old Temple. Um, yeah. And and they pray there, and they and they even go down there, and they've even made sacrifices down there because now they have a red heifer, and so they've actually in the last few years been making sacrifices, and they have built a little temple, but it's not up on top. Now they have built one that's kind of underneath where the Wailing Wall is. Well, so 1967 is when they finally got freedom. It's a six-day war. Mm-hmm. So, so he says they'll take it over for about 1,290 uh, days or years. Uh, and then it says, but, 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 you know, yay to those that can withhold and stand till the end of the 1335, which is 45 more. Mm-hmm. So let's say it was years. And they put the temple mount there. Let's just pick a number. Let's say in the middle. Let's say 691. Let's say that the temple dome was built in 691. And 1290, if you add 1290, that gets you to around 1981, which would be, you know, 1290 uh, years. Then if you add the 45 years to it, because he says, what are those that hold to the very end? Mm -hmm. That would have the second coming of Jesus being at 2026. Mm -hmm. Um you know, if they built it in 692, that would have him coming at uh, 2027 around the time of the second coming of Jesus. Um, you know, uh, 705, that would have you all the way to 240. I pray to God that ain't true. <laughs> um, but so w- what I'm trying to say is if you look at the timeline of when they put that object, which you could definitely say would desecrating where the temple of God was. Mm-hmm. Um up there and they and that is a time to where they the jews were no longer allowed for a very long time to even step foot you know up there period um but it has been through the last years that the jews have gotten more and more freedom to it and that they have uh given them more and more freedom and you know over the last few years, starting with 67, when they regained Jerusalem as and, and they took control back over, the, the Israeli people took control back over Israel. So I guess if I'm not confusing everybody with all these numbers, what I'm trying to say is, have we thought about the fact that very well the object of desecration could have already occurred mm-hmm. and that the 1290 is years that he's talking about mm-hmm. um that's that's on the temple mount um because annika's epiphanes has already fulfilled that part of what daniel talked about yeah but then somebody else came and they have put this object there because here's where i'm getting with with all this when you are seeing the world the new world order and they are literally which i guess you, you can pull up um where they're the thing that I shared today where they're telling people to get ready for the for the digital ID, the global digital ID. Oh, yeah. When you're seeing the UN and the European Union and the World Health Organization and the Global Bank and and um, you're seeing the CDC and all these people, you're you're seeing them write and talk about on their pages, plainly on their PDF files, that they are going to have a complete new world order finished by 2030. 
and that the whole world is going to be vaccinated under a digital global ID, um, that we're going to have a one world health system, a one world government system. This is what they're saying. This is their plan. And you're seeing that this is their plan that, hey, we want to get this done by 2030. Um, this, and, and they're saying, well, hey, we're starting a new world order. They are saying, hey, we are starting a new world order. When you are seeing locust invasions all over the world, mm-hmm. fires all over the world, floods all over the world, earthquakes in diverse places. Israel had another one this week. Yeah. And you're, you're seeing government control like no other time since Hitler uh globally um when you are seeing famines and sicknesses and plagues and um and you are seeing sin rampant everywhere and you know that jesus plainly said in isaiah 66 that when israel becomes a nation again in one day and blooms that's the beginning of the end um when we know that in matthew 24 jesus plainly says the signs of the beginning of the end will be israel becoming a nation the fig tree blooming um, world wars, World War One, World War Two, um, uh, famine, the Great Depression, uh, and the Jews being killed and persecuted, uh, the Holocaust, uh, which World War Two ended in 1945, the Holocaust, and all that took place. Um, and then we see, you know, in Daniel, it says that some of these prophecies will be sealed up till the end. Um, and Dead Sea Scrolls were found in 1947. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1948, Israel became a nation. That, that is a perfect line that God tells us of when the last generation began, which was 73 years ago. So if we know that we're in the last generation, which is 70 to 80 years, and then we see them talking about a one-world government, we see them talking about a global digital ID, we see them messing with the DNA of mankind, cloning animals, um, putting... Uh, pigs in people that are cloned and and, and all those things we see it, I was wondering about them talking about the the image of the beast and and now they have these uh, the metaverse and these portals and all these things that people are able to go through and you can walk into a virtual room and and see these things and they've got these holographic images and things like that um, well, that's obvious, you know, that's how that's going to happen and take place. When you're seeing all these obvious signs, wa- some of the water around the world um, due to algae, but looking like blood and fish dying. When you're seeing these signs of the time, and, you know, one that a lot of people don't know about, but is um, the Pope signing a peace treaty that's part of the Sustainable Development Goals. Um, and And... And it, him saying that it's a seven-year goal with the UN involved. When, uh, you know, and and the the river drying up. Hey, didn't, <clears throat> didn't his uh, peace treaty, or excuse me, didn't his treaty uh, involve peace amongst all religion mm-hmm. around the world? Yeah. It was peace, 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 no more wars, no more religious wars. And he signed it with the a lot of the, um, well, all of the, Major, leaders of the yeah. world met in russia wasn't it the what was that the place the tent the i don't remember the, the name of the it. tri-unity well that's an abba yeah there's a tri yeah they're building the tri-unity faith the abraham house uh in abba which happens to be um where the pope signed the peace treaty mm. with the leader of the muslim world see i would have never have thought abba that no it, the, the the fact that we are trying to unify 
every religion as it is. I mean, you see the stickers. Uh, as coexist. They're yeah, the already coexist. united. What was right. that place in Russia? Uh, there's a place in Russia I didn't know existed until recently that is a global peace place and all the religions uh, and all the world leaders and all the religious world leaders meet up there with the pope every three years and it started like six years ago so they've done two um i think two of their meetings so far and they discuss their plans for the next three years so the world religions have already come together and if you look at pictures of this place it looks like a it looks like a end of the world movie, or or, or, or a Marvel movie. You yeah. know, like there's a big thing they sit in the middle of, and they it's like a big hand. It's real real creepy of their unity, whatever. And this Pope is 100 percent the false prophet. Um, I mean, there's there's no doubt no doubt about it. <coughs> if you've questioned whether we're in the last days, whether the Antichrist spirit is is on the earth 100 percent. we are there we're in the last days why people are not recognizing that it, it's just the blindness of people and i honestly believe it's because people don't want to leave this world they don't want to believe that we're in the very end they they have no desire to leave um this world they yeah. want to stay here yeah like the those comments that we posted on uh, unveiling about the picture on the beast of revelations mm -hmm. saying peace 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 and then someone commented on there that christians shouldn't knock other people's cultures that are quote unquote older than oh they say than the christian faith y yeah and they they generalized it and they said that christians are just doing cultural bashing and when word for word that's that uh sculpture is completely in in revelation and i don't know if that that is that is the proof of the blindness in my opinion they're like well no 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 you, you guys are wrong that's not what it is it's actually this that makes no sense to me when it's word for word in the book of revelations and it is what it is well you know what makes no sense to me how people can deny the fact that we've had peace treaties signed mm -hmm. within a year of each other from the pope that has to do with the un and um and abba Daba involved and and um and all the world religions, they're building a interfaith temple in Abu Dhabi. The fact that Trump signed a peace accord, which, you know, let me just say this. People say, well, it don't have the right countries involved. It does not say in Daniel what countries are involved. It says he will, he will make a covenant of peace. With many. That's mm -hmm. it. With many. It does not say who the many are. Mm -hmm. It just says with many. He will make a covenant of peace um, when it talks about that. And so, you know, I don't know why people, I, I want to know where they're finding what these, how they think they know what countries are involved in it. But it doesn't say anything to that. And a lot of people believe that the he is the false prophet that it's referring to that makes the covenant of peace. Yeah. But regardless, we've had to make peace treaties. Um, and the Pope's was a seven-year uh, peace treaty as well. But then Donald Trump made one called the Abraham Accord while they were building the Abraham a House of Interfaith in Abu Dhabi. Um, and, I mean, and, and it is with the United Arab Emirates and, and the people in Abu Dhabi and places like that that he made his peace treaty with as well. It's also where the Pope signed his peace treaty. So the fact of the matter is, while we're ignoring that there is a now a global government that is that they that it talks about on all 
the UN, European Union, World Health, World Bank, CDC, uh, all these uh, uh, websites, it talks about a one world, one world, one world. It's on everything. Even airplane now, it says one world all over it. And that you walk into places and they're scanning your eyeballs to get on a plane. Mm-hmm. They're scanning your hands to get on stuff. You know, you know the Oculus that I I, I got. <laughs> if you turn it on its little camera, uh, you don't have the actual screen. You you can actually see the phone flash and scan your face with its little IR reader. Mm-hmm. And I, you know how many times your phone scans your face? A lot so much i didn't realize it did this all the time but if your phone's just sitting there it's scanning i like in bursts of three or four and it's doing it every three seconds and then it finally sees you and unlocks itself like it is not just mm-hmm. only just pick it up and move it and start right it is constantly scanning the room mm-hmm. just put if you got a if you got a little thing check it out because you can actually go into any room Kind of cool yeah, don't check it out because I'm still sketched <laughs> by, out by it because yeah. I don't know what kind of porthole you're actually entering when you There's enter no into telling. these things um, because mm-hmm. there there could be something real stinking creepy. No, your enemy. <clears throat> um, yeah, they removed the beach statue, but they didn't remove it because people were complaining. They removed it um, because they just kept it there for a certain amount of time, um, but that it was planned to keep there for a certain amount of time. Uh, but it, it was a it's everything that the the Thessalonian says that, that that there's this has been secretly working behind the scenes the Antichrist beast system. Uh, people are expecting it to be what they've seen on Left Behind movies. Um, but you know the Left Behind movies and the way that they portray everything, guys. You know I grew up believing all that stuff too. But the fact of the matter is, it is people's opinion of what they picture these prophetic events looking like by reading and when you're living it you should be able to see you know how it's it goes down and you know to completely ignore all the major signs because you're looking for something that you were told has to happen this way and you ignore all the other signs that are happening all around you uh the fact that they're saying you're going to get globally id uh this is happening uh, you know there's so many things that i read so much that people just will not let go of they will not let go of they will not let go of telling people that you have to bow before the antichrist guys i want to say this again i've said it many times nowhere ever throughout the history of the bible in the world being made did it ever say that you that anybody bowed and said yes lucifer mm-hmm. i know that you're going that you are the devil and I yay devil mark, uh, it, it, that's it was trickery it was deception mm-hmm. it was lies mm-hmm. it was telling them you'll be like god it was telling them that that you know you're going to know a bunch you know false wisdom those are the things that it was trickery satan does not you don't you, to worship somebody you do not have to knowingly no, you worship somebody. You can make an idol out of something and not know that you're making an idol out of it. Mm-hmm. You can worship something without realizing that you're worshiping it. And um, and I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again in case somebody is watching, tuning in that hasn't before, that one of the words for worship in the Bible means pledging your allegiance to. And in, in Rome, that's what they did when they had to get this mark and this, this piece of paper, a papyrus piece of paper that allowed them to buy or sell in the markets. They had to pledge their allegiance um, to get these things. And so, guys, you know, there's there's things that we've been born and conditioned to do and not pay any attention to that are forms of worship. Singing is a form of worship. 
uh, what you know that there's there's many ways we worship and we don't realize we're worshiping. So when it says they worship the beast or the image of the beast, by God, that could talk about TV. Mm-hmm. People worship the TV. Mm-hmm. They sit around. I mean, they sit around that TV more than people sit around shrines. Yeah. You know, and stare at it. So it's also they got that organic LED out there now. So. People used to call the TV the one-eyed devil mm. a long time ago, and it's funny because that whole one-eyed ordeal. But you know, there's there's anything that you put before God is an idol, and if it's an idol, it's something that you worship. So people get too big off on that whole worship thing. But um, they, whether people want to believe this or not, and I guess they would have to write in a headline from the UN or the World Health Organization. Uh, hello, this is the Antichrist based system. We're setting up a new world order. Uh, join us before anybody pays attention. But um, do you have the things from the uh, from the World Economic Forum, which is part of, guys, the government webpage. The World Economic Forum is governmental webpage. And it is, uh, I was reading today on there, the huge article of why you need to get ready to accept the biometric digital ID. Um, It says, more uh, globally, more countries are investing in the digital identity. In June 2021, for example, the European Union proposed the use of European digital identity wallet under its revived EIDAS regulation, which covers electronic identification and trust services for electronic transactions in the European Union's eternal market. Organizations should also begin thinking about the role they could play in these digital identity ecosystems and implementing strategies designed for this new world. Now, listen, they didn't put order when they put for this new world. Um, So I guess people are just going to ignore the fact that they've just said that there's going to be a new world order Mm -hmm. because they didn't use the exact new world Uh order. Uh and because they didn't tattoo it across my forehead. Um, over the course of 2021, a community of more than 30 industry experts, policymakers, and businesses convened to help create a new interactive guide, the digi- Digital Identity Ecosystem. It aims to help organizations effectively navigate this process of transformation. Here are five reasons why you should participate in this new global digital identity ecosystem. Um, And it says, the first, the very first thing it says, the very first thing it says is to prepare for the emerging, emerging regulation. I want to pay attention to those wordings. It says, why should, now they're also talking to businesses, telling, this is pretty much telling businesses you need to get these these computers to get ready to read people's digital identity. Mm-hmm. If, as you can t- keep reading, you realize that it's talking to the, the people that are business owners and things like that. Mm-hmm. But it said, one, why do you need to get into it? One, to prepare for the emerging regulation. It's telling you that there is an, that it, it emerging, it's happening to the whole world, there's going to be a regulation that you have to be digitally ID'd. Right. Uh, and it says many governments have proposed new legislation and frameworks for digital identity recently, including the European Digital Identity Framework and the UK's Digital Identity and Attributes Trust Net Framework. This will impact organizations in multiple ways. So it says give the customer uh, asking for credit. So in other words, it's saying 
everything that we used to when we would talk about the new world order and do plays about it growing up that we'd be like um they won't be able to steal your identity um they'll know exactly what your health information is at the flash of a wrist you know it's it's saying everything that we used to say mm-hmm. um another thing that it that i want to bring up is on there is it um it talks about being able to get on airplanes and that, you know, you won't have to go through a long line of the airplane because you're just going to get you, uh, yeah, your finger scanned or your eye scanned. Uh, and then it talks about COVID on there. And it says, uh, you know, due to COVID, uh, it will be something where pe- they will be able to make sure uh, people that are working from home, because it says by 2025 that uh, a lot of people work from uh, w- their workplace from home. And so it's saying, hey, they'll have to do some kind of computer or eye scanning, whatever reading, to make sure that they're eligible to work um, and stuff from home by using this thing. Um, but it talks about a little bit more in it, which we can't get to, but it talks about COVID-19 and how you'll also be able to know if they've been vaccinated or not. And to be able to get into places and to, and to get places because it is, um, I know that people get, are real excited and I hate to be a Debbie Downer with this guys, but about the um, saying, well, they overturned, you know, yeah. but I, I hate to break this to you guys, but um, they are letting people think that they've won a little victory to get their eyes off of the fact that they are, that they are going into the new world order and something will overturn and it will be demanded. Um, how do I know that? Because I have friends in Australia um, and I don't know if you have that, but they wrote me a personal message this week and they were like, I'm giving you a heads up on what's going on here. And guys, I don't know what the news is telling you, but I know these people and I know them well, and I've been keeping up with them for the last uh, two years. And they said, and that where they live, this is what they sent me. This is what you, the, the uh, starting in January, this is what the proof of vaccination requirements, pull that yellow up. Can you blow it up? For w- yeah. This is to be able to get in any of those the places, um, beginning Monday, January 31st, uh, it's hospitals, it's pretty much anywhere, stadiums, play areas outside for kids, even outside places, amusement parks, uh, shops, shopping, movie theaters, um, music festivals, nightclubs, yeah, uh, gyms, uh, pretty much anywhere you have to be vaccinated there, period. And then if you read where uh, my friend wrote me, she said, I thought y'all give you an update on what's going over here in communist Australia. She said, uh, at least not being allowed in all these places will save me money. Now that I'm unemployed, laugh out loud. If we don't laugh, we'll cry. She told me that they've all lost their job because they refused the vaccination. So they're unemployed right now. And so um, uh, if you scro- keep scrolling, I put on there, he, you know, Jesus told us there'd be days like this. Um, but she said, if you think that's bad, the Northern Territory here is even worse. They are now locking the vax free in their houses and not even allowed to leave for work or to exercise. Um, and she said, they also went into the indigenous communities and forcibly removed them and put them in quarantine camps. So they have, they are now putting them in quarantine camps or home arrest pretty much in Australia and, and have fired them. They have gotten fired. Um right now she told me as of right now they have not cut off uh any government help like for people that are unemployed or get fired or whatever um but i'm sure they will Mm -hmm. uh but as of right now you know she said that they're preparing and planting gardens and she's preparing to uh get chickens and rabbits she said to live off of but um 
And she said, she said, where's the outrage, man? She was like, I, it's just crazy. Anyway, if you keep going um, and reading, she wrote a little bit more, I'm sure, about it. Um, oh, I was asking her if they need any help. Uh, keep going. Let's see. That, um, I'm trying to remember. Oh, that's where she says there aren't a lot of chickens in a veggie patch. Okay, anyway, uh, I guess that's all of it for her. Uh, but you can hold that there. That's, um, that, but it's crazy. That's happening there. And then my friends that live in Egypt wrote me the other day, and he told me that it was the same there, that they were no longer allowed as of January 1st, I believe he said, to go to any of these places mm. um, unless they have uh, the COVID vaccine passport. Um, and I, I had warned him back over a year ago, or um, or about a year ago, I when I had I went there with Sandy, we both went. I told them about it, and I said, yeah. "Yeah, I said, guys, this is coming." And I said, "They're going to try to get you to get vaccinated." And I said, "And if you don't, they're going to soon tell you blah 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 blah." Mm -hmm. And so they know. I warned them of that, and so I told him, "I said, I told you it'd be like this," and he was like, "Yeah, I know." Mm -hmm. Um, and so they're doing it there. They're doing it all over Europe. All over Europe, this has already happened. They're doing it in Israel. They're doing it in Egypt. Um, they're doing it everywhere. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> Canada is is like um, Nazis on too. So yeah, years ago, when this first started, I told them that I told everybody that that I had read on the government's website that America and places that were used to freedom would be the hardest one to get to mm -hmm. to agree to mandatory mm -hmm. vaccines. Right. And I told everybody then that it said on the government pages, so in places like America, we won't say that it's mandatory. We'll just make it to where they can't go and do anything um, and, and make it to where they pretty much have to get, give in and get it that's what they've said from the get-go because they said plainly on their page americans will not well, they will uprise and will not go for mandatory so we'll just make it to where they can't go places can't do anything because americans are so used to having fun and watching ball games and going to this and going to that that they'll just give in i've had so many people tell me i didn't feel right about it didn't want to do it mm -hmm. but i did it well i wouldn't lose my job right I did it where I wouldn't have to get out of college. Uh, I did it where uh, I could travel. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, these things were important. It, yeah, but guys, um, I don't know if they read history of what happened with Nazis, or what happened with and when Rome and when dictators ruled. Mm -hmm. But um, all the fun and games is going to stop when the when the when when they have total, you know, control. control. Mm -hmm. so you, you're just you're causing it to happen mm -hmm. instead of taking a rise yeah. and you know but 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 what's going to happen is going to happen uh yeah. regardless because biblically it speaks of it but and these things are happening all over the world and so i hate to you know and and we just read where they said you know to be prepared for this id system that is coming um and it will be you know uh they're going to be making it happen period mm -hmm. um and so it will happen here you we may get a little bit of break but honestly I'll, uh, i i hate like i said i hate to be the prophet of doom here but i honestly think that the whole pretending that that is mandated makes because a lot of times us americans if we think that we're not worried sick about something right then mm -hmm. um then we quit fighting it as hard you understand yeah. what i'm saying uh, and we just go along with it. You know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like right. yeah. Americans like to fight. 
they like to fight something, argue with something. So, oh yeah, we won the battle, and then they go on about living their life, and 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 they quit the fight uh, because they that it's it's not necessarily up in their face anymore right. i mean that's how the devil has tricked americans in the church for a long time is is you know get them not to think about it put yes. them to sleep right. so that so there's no fight because everybody else is i mean the in france they're trying to fight and they're you know they're 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 walking and protesting mm-hmm. but but the majority of them have already given in yeah. and 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 went along with it so you know what you pulled up that lady um, I want to ask you, do y'all know what that is? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw y'all for a loop. Um, well, it says 1871, just did the uh, I know what an omnibus well, means, like you, you when when they, they call it an omnibus bill, when they pile a bunch of laws and stuff into one bill to get passed at once, but I'm not really sure what this just Well, it looks like you've got symbols of the of the bald eagle. You have uh, a court or, or something, yeah, behind her, and you have a quarter with George a Washington bridge. on it. Um, but her, quarter. I guess, I mean, guessing Liberty, she's holding the Constitution in her hands, but mm. I, that's just me guessing. She's got, what's the hat? Is there I've a never hat seen this on before. the staff? What is, what is a hat? This guy is the seal. That's this, a guy? No, this oh. guy's. Oh. Is it, well, kind of. Uh, the, uh, this guy's is the seal of the District of Columbia, Washington D.C. Oh, uh, the District okay. of Columbia's uh, seal. Hmm. Uh, have you noticed what color she's wearing? Red and white. Mm-hmm. Santa. Scarlet. Thank you, Cage. She's wearing scar- a scarlet thing draped around her, mm-hmm. um, and she's sitting in front of what? The Capitol. The and there's uh, some kind train. of that shiny stuff behind her. Oh, that's water. Oh yeah, 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 right with the bridge. Yeah, she's sitting among the water. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I've I've talked about it before on other shows of America and how it was formed in, in seventeen, you know, seventeen seventy six, and the the Illuminati is a real thing in history. Look it up, and it was formed in seventeen seventy six. Um, and I've talked about how the Statue of Liberty was given to the Freemasons of America by the Freemasons of France, um, and that if you look it up historically. The Statue of Liberty, it stands for sexual liberty, and historically it will tell you that she was the great whore of Babylon. Mm-hmm. And the Revelation speaks of the, the great whore of Babylon that sits by the water with her scarlet mm-hmm. clothing on, mm-hmm. um, and that handles uh, world uh, trade. And she's sitting by the eagle, which if you look up historically, I'm not making this up, look it up for yourself. If that 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 is actually a phoenix originally, the the emblem that we call the mm-hmm. the American symbol um, was actually originally a phoenix, um, which comes from the book of Ezekiel, where it talks about the Phoenician king that he calls Lucifer. He's talking to Lucifer, and he says, "The fire within you will burn out of you, and I'll burn you to ashes in front of everyone." God's talking to Lucifer, and the Phoenician people. Uh, is where the phoenix came from, mm-hmm. um, and this they said out of the ashes we'll rise, um, and so we're seeing this symbology um, of of the. If you look behind her, you've got Capitol Hill, you've got the Capitol, which is looks just like Rome, you know, yeah. um, that we based literally off of Rome, uh, 
and we know uh, that the that the Bible talks about that the people that that led away that the, where the world trade happens and and the people from all over the world come and trade and um, the Bible talks about where you know God's people uh, are living amongst there and there's more um, you know Israelites and uh, Jews in America than there is even in Israel. Uh, and it talks about, you know, the lady that sits on the water. And he said, you know, I'll put your light out for good. Uh, and she sits on every water all, all the way around America. There's over 100 statues of her. So not just in New York City, but also in Washington, D.C. She sits on the capital of Washington, D.C. Um, and we see there that also her emblem mm-hmm. is that she in scarlet mm-hmm. is represents our capital. Mm-hmm. Um and that Washington, D.C. even made up their own god, which is her, but they named her the District of Columbia. They named her Columbia, the god Columbia, wow. which is is the whore of Babylon, but dressed in red, white, and blue. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They made up their own god. Mm-hmm. Um, America did when we started it, literally. You can look that up. In, um, uh, so what I'm trying to say is it's crazy, man. That's yeah, what I'm trying to say, that, that our capital... I always knew she stood in that she's everywhere. Mm-hmm. She's in Florida. She's in she's everywhere. She's mm-hmm. in Alabama even. But I always knew that, that her statue. There's no other country in the world that has her statues everywhere besides France that mm-hmm. gave us one, and they have a, like two small ones. Mm-hmm. We have over a hundred of her. But I knew in New York she was obvious. But little did I know that Washington D.C. had her. In scarlet, sitting by the waters mm-hmm. as their actual <laughs> emblem. Right. How are we ignoring that? Why does the world? Here's what I want to know, and I'm not saying this being ugly by any means, because I know Daniel says that knowledge will increase in the last days. Mm-hmm. But how has every Christian person from the founding of America until now missed every single obvious, obvious, ungodly thing? That has taken place. Why is it that preachers still to this day keep sharing an idol image of an idol deity of the great whore Babylon and will put things like God's going to save America or God save America, keep her light burning when Revelation plainly says, I'm going to put her light out. Yeah. The great whore that stands on the waters where world trade happens. Guys, that is literally, there's no other, she's not anywhere else. The great whore Babylon only sits on our waters. Um, that w- where world trade happens, it is America 100%. It is America that mm-hmm. is the new established Rome. We've even made it clear that we're the new established Rome because we built Capitol Hill to look like Rome. Right. I think I think what it is is that uh, there's such a negative context toward that. So uh, of course, uh, us uh, being a Christian nation, no, it, I know, <laughs> is not going to openly admit that uh that we're all idol worshipers right that they're just they're not there and also patriotism has always been pushed since the beginning you, you know are you a patriot the on the head right say that again uh patriotism has been pushed since the beginning of this nation as anybody that is that watches this laterally watches studied history and know how the communists said that they were planning to take over and how rome educated their people Mm -hmm. they said start in the schools Mm -hmm. when they're young and teach them patriotism sort of them. that's how you gain control start with the children and and train them up to teach them in the educational systems 
how wonderful and awesome and great mm-hmm. your country is. Mm-hmm. And there's so much patriotism for America when the Bible really doesn't tell you to to have patriotism towards a right. country. Yes. It really doesn't. And I and I I know that there was good godly men that gave their life for this country, but the ones that founded it were not good and godly men. They were masons. They were they were obvious obvious not godly in any form or fashion. Um in in and some of them, if you read their history, they were all in. They were all into uh, sorcery and astrology and and crazy stuff. Like it was, it was obvious just because they use things. And for those that are super patriotic and so they don't want to believe this, mm-hmm. just because a just because a congressman, a president, whoever talks about Christ, just because they say something about Christ, does not mean they're a Christian. Because if you go, and I want you to, I want you, if you watch this later, if you're watching this now, I want you to Google and go on the Lucent Trust webpage. It is a publishing company in New York City on United Nations Road, Drive, whatever it is. United Nations Road, right beside the United Nations, Lucent Trust. It was originally called Lucifer's Trust. The lady named Bailey and her husband that began it years ago as a publishing company began it because a spirit some kind of entity spoke to her and told her to and that entity talked to her and explained to her how everything works and she started this and she started writing books that had to do with um luciferianism satanism uh a new age all that stuff she published it well they are the publishing company for the un they publish all the un material everything the un puts out puts on their page writes Lucient Trust is the one that does it. Lucient Trust is also the spiritual guiders for the UN, and they come in there and even have prayer, their weird uh, visuals, New Age stuff at the UN. If you go on the Lucient Trust page, they explain everything they believe to a T. They talk about Lucifer not being a bad guy. He misunderstood mm-hmm. how he came and helped people, uh, how he was given a bad rap. Uh, and they talk about Jesus Christ. And they act like he's a good guy, too. And they say that Jesus Christ came, and the world needed him at the time. And he taught them truths and love, that the Buddha was needed and came and taught truths and love. He talks about Hare Krishna. They talk about and how he was a good guy and how God sent all these elders from heaven at different times throughout history to help people. And they talk about Christ coming back. They call it the cross, but you realize the Antichrist is they call Christ too. That's why it's called the Antichrist. So they talk about a Christ coming back and they act like it's the Buddha and Jesus and the devil and Lucifer all work together, man. They're all buddies. They're living up there together. They're like some holy council and they're watching us and they can't interfere with free will, but they are making everything happen. And it even said, they even talk about how they're the ones that are telling people how to make new innovations and, and how to run things and, and all these things that they, let me tell you something. The world leaders that are running the UN and running the world and the European Union and all these things, they're not going to come up and be, we hate Jesus Christ, we love Lucifer. But they will kind of add Jesus Christ and Lucifer together. And enlightenment and new age and, and all that mess. And, and it is, it, it just go read what Luciferians, which is what they are, believe. And you'll see that they have they have 
they're totally deceived. And, but they also believe that Christ is coming back and soon. It says on their page they are what uh, making a way for him right now to return. Mm-hmm. But their Christ is our Antichrist. The Jewish people are looking for their Messiah to mm-hmm. return, but their Messiah is the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Didn't didn't you say something earlier about the uh, uh, cries of the people bringing? Uh, you know, the more that they complained, cried out, and uh, to Jesus that or God that there was issues. Uh, persecution and stuff that it brought and heralded. Oh yeah, God's yeah. In. I forgot about that. You said that's that's one thing you did say you was going to mention. That's that's something that we could close on. Okay. I was I was reading the Bible the other night and I was thinking about Lord, you've got to come quickly. And I don't know if anybody that's that watches this or listens to it, it feels the same way that we do because it seems like most people just want to stick it out here for a while. Yeah, no um, <laughs> uh, and I even had a guy on the internet today say, why is this world so bad? Why does people want to get out of it so bad? And I was like, dude, are you kidding? Um, but this world's not my home, and I, I'm looking for Jesus. I'm looking for that city whose builder and maker is God. Um, I, I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I believe every word of the Bible. Um, and so I'm looking to, for I, I don't believe that our life ends here. I believe that our life begins here and that they're, you know, um, that when we are with Jesus, then there's, we're still living, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, we have eternal life. Uh, but And so to get rid of this evil, wicked world, yes, I'm ready for that. And um, and I'm not so um, I'm not so patriotic that that I want America to keep going when it is making billions of year on sex trafficking children. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not so patriotic that I want it to go when it's making millions of dollars a year on murdering unborn children. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it, it's you know to me that's enough well i was praying i was like god you know when is this going to take place and i had you know i've read the bible i'm sure some of you have where it says you know hurry the that when it's talking about the second coming of jesus it says and hurry it along mm-hmm. that we can hurry it along and so I've, I've talked about it before and i'm like you know how do we can hurry it along um and uh you know i've always talked about well witnessing to people well then i got to thinking about every time that god ever brought his wrath or rescued people throughout the word of god from the flood to in Sodom and Gomorrah when he rescued Lot and his daughters, the righteous ones, when he pulled them out of things. In Egypt, when he rescued them out of Egypt and out of bondage and captivity. Um, all throughout the Bible, every time that God rescued someone, the Bible says that he heard the cries mm-hmm. of his people that were coming up to him. And the as the cries grew loudly, it says, mm-hmm. that God said, I've heard the cries of my people mm-hmm. rising up to me. Mm-hmm. And so I brought down judgment or vengeance or wrath. And it hit me. What, is, what has always caused a father to come down and get his children mm-hmm. If people are being mean to them and they're crying out to him and saying, God, come and get us out of here. They're going crazy, man. Down here, help us. That gets his cup full. The Bible says that his wrath pours out and that he takes us up before his wrath. As Christians, we don't have to endure wrath. But he says, because of the cries of the people hit his ears. And I thought to myself, maybe that's why we're still here in the midst of this mass. Mm-hmm. Since Roe versus Wade um, took place, and they started murdering innocent babies. Why has the cries of God's people not went up loud right. enough to get his attention? Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they begin, then all the sex trafficking, billions of dollars made a year over sex trafficking children. 
Why hasn't the cries of God's people been the yearning crying of God's people gotten up to the ears of God yet to say, hey, look what he's, they're doing down here. Yeah, just like that guy you said on Facebook, you said, is this world so bad? <sighs> yes, we're putting pigs in people. <laughs> Genetically modified. I, I mean, the, and where, where are the people who literally don't, the, the idea they of don't it, care, man. Damn, damn their soul, like they touch it, boom. Instant hell. Where are those people? You, you, we just it's said crazy. earlier today also, why aren't they crying out? I was sending people the pig article, and I was getting back reactions. Yeah. Yeah. What the crap? Yeah. They're genetically modifying with human DNA yeah. pigs yeah. and cloning them and then putting them in people. Where is the, the oh, my gosh. We are in the days of Noah. We are in uh-huh. the days of genetic mutation. Dear Lord in heaven. Australia has turned into... Hitler ruled communist the entire world besides America, and, and, and even then there. now we're slowly dripping into that. But it has come, become government ruled, just crazy. It's, we it's crazy. Let's just face it: three, four, five years ago, us talking about any of this, we'd have thought we thought we was crazy. If one of us went back in time right now, only three, five years pre-COVID, we would think that that person. Telling us everything that's going to happen would be crazy. That, um, yeah. It's our new normal, though. It is, and they're trying to bring the woolly mammoth back. They're trying to clone the woolly mammoth DNA. So, yeah, let's do that. While we're genetically modifying and changing people into half pig um, and pigs and half humans, Dude, and, and we're changing people's DNA, you know what else we should try to do? Let's bring back the biggest craziest scariest prehistoric animals <laughs> right. that we can and let's clone them suckers so that we so let's do jurassic park you That's know what i'm saying, saying. let's make jurassic have we not park. learned from yeah. the movie yeah no mm-hmm. because they the ones doing the movies the same people <gasps> mm-hmm. that um they 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 telling you what they want to do they're wanting to bring back you got to realize nimrod wanted to build that tower up there because he wanted to bring back the fallen ones and he was trying to get up there to them uh, he wanted to bring that back. What happened before the flood? Uh, they're wanting to. They're wanting it back the way it was. I mean, they yeah. created that mass crap. Mm. They wanted. They're. They're trying to recreate what they did before right. that mass quantity of insaneness. And you wonder why we're ready, and we talk and say we're ready to go. That this this world is is not Sickness, our home. Disease. It's death. not a place that you you should want to be a part of. The Bible clearly says multiple places throughout the bible separate yourself from the world it, it is evil and it is only becoming more evil and if you love it the, and the bible says if you love this world you don't love the father yeah like mm-hmm. you can't possibly if you're comfortable in this world then you're comfortable in sodom and you might as well be lot's wife mm-hmm. and turn around and turn to a block of salt yeah. um because you know we should be looking for him to come uh but what if it's because we haven't got our cries out? What if it's because the church hasn't gotten fed up enough with what's going on in the world to cry out loud enough for God to hear? Because even in Revelation, before the sixth seal, when it says that his wrath pours before the sun darkened and the stars fall, the great and terrible day of the Lord's wrath falls, it says that the blood of the Christians and the ones that are being martyred cried out to him. And then his wrath overflowed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, is that what it's going to take? Uh, us dying our own selves well, to, I, to cry out to God finally yeah. for him to come? If you, you can cry out for an Alabama football game. Ooh. By the way, I just had this thought. What is a football made out of? 
Pig skin. Pig skin. That dad blasted pig. <laughs> Holy moly. The pig but if has you become can, our God. Exactly. If you can cry out for an Alabama football game and it be the only thing you talk about for a solid week afterwards, why that that shows what you really care about. If so much more important things is going on. Oh, I have a random thought. If Muslims and Jews can't touch pigs, then can they touch footballs? Man. I guess if it's made with real pig skin, they'd be uh, they'd be messed up. <laughs> Dang, could you imagine? Oh my you God. Throw? And listen, here's another weird thing. A lady that was getting a breast job on the show blotched. Oh. She had gotten these humongous, ungodly, unnatural set of breasts mm. attached to her body. And they were so huge and so heavy that it was tearing her skin up. Mm. So you know what the idiot did? Instead of going and getting them taken out, she went and got her skin around her breast replaced with skin with pig skin. Ew. And on the thing, she was snorting. She said, I'm half pig. Oh, God. God, that's terrible. Yes. But she had gotten her belly and uh, the uh, the skin around her breast mm-hmm. turn put a pig that, skin grafted in it yeah. because it's stronger and so that would hold her boobs up. And I thought, dear, what in the world is going on? What is the obsession with pigs? That is weird. Y'all ever so seen 90, that? Y'all 90, ever seen I looked that it up. Meme? It's ninety eight percent like humans, but the skin of a pig is like our skin. That's why they why, why they use it. I'm just. That it's stronger there. than our Don't skin. Care. Well, yeah, I know. I mean, it was just similar. And, and well, they also yeah. say the hydra vulgaris with the, all the little, little, little tentacles and ones they're finding in all these vials, that they says that their stem cells are very closely related to human stem cells. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you why, people. Because we have the same creator. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> but we're also not supposed to, but we're not animals. We're mm-hmm. humans created into the image of God. Right. Um, and you don't not defile the image of God mm-hmm. or the sanctuary of God. Because as the scriptures read earlier, do not defile God's sanctuary. But I ask this, are we going to have to go through more persecutions? Are we going to have to go through even death uh, in order for the church to cry out to God um, for the sins that's going on in the world so that he will come down and rescue his church? What is it going to take? I wonder how many children would have been saved if the church would have been crying out to God for that. What about all the sex trafficking, and it's a lot, and kidnapped children that's taking place and being sold. What if the church, is it going to take them personally dying themselves to cry out to God, Mm -hmm. um, to get God's attention? If If the church had a backbone, if it knew what the Bible actually said, it says to stand because what is a wise man once said, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for everything. Are you talking about the country music song or mm-hmm. what? I don't know. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's always hard to do <laughs> If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for everything. So Anything. stand with a little bit of integrity, <laughs> good moral, and understand that you're supposed to stand up and cry out against children being slaughtered. You're supposed to not elect the people because they're more appealing to you. Don't even worry about electing people. They go, they, it's the same family. It is, but you still have a duty to do right by yourself and your God-given morals. Yeah, yeah, but it's the same family. They're literally all cousins. Mm-hmm. So if, if cousins have they always are. been elected since the beginning of the country, have we really ever voted for anybody? Mm-hmm. And when we started voting against abortion, did the, any president ever elected ever stop abortion? Mm-hmm. No. No. It's just what they do. Mm-hmm. It's just what they say. Right. It, it, one says I'm for it. One says I'm against it. That keeps the right. everybody divided, divided. in half. Right. It, I mean, there ain't nobody changing jack. They're they doing the same thing. They just, oh, I'm against it. Oh, I'm for it. Okay, nothing changes. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Oh, I'm but gonna sign can. a bill. I'm gonna but sign a bill saying that you can't do it after so many months. Things can change if the Christians stand up and say no more. Well, they can't really now because it's, it. it's, it's perf- the word of God's already topple the patriarchy. Patriarchy. I mean, um, at this point, we, you know what we need to be doing? We need to be praying mm-hmm. as loud as we can. And as we close, I wanted to say this: make it your goal. If you are a Christian, ready for the Lord to return. And if you're not, make that your goal, to become a Christian that's ready for the Lord to return. Mm -hmm. But if you are, make it your goal to seek it out in the Scripture. Find it. He does. It's the cries of his people that Mm -hmm. gets him to come. Mm -hmm. To cry out to God and be like, look, God, they're Genesis 6 and down here. (laughs) They, They mutating people down here, Lord. Hey, Lord, they're trying to make things and clone things. They're trying to be the creator down here. Yeah. Lord, they selling little kids and raping little kids. And, there are and, literal giants. And doing ungodly, terrible things with each other's bodies like you talk about in Romans, God, mm-hmm. Romans 1. Uh, you know, just start telling God. God is like Sodom down here. God, have you seen this? Yeah. Uh, we living in Sodom, God, when you bring that fire down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're, we're living We're living in uh, Genesis 6. When you bring in the flood down, mm-hmm. start crying. You may think, well, God knows. Well, I'm telling you what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. The Bible says that he comes when he says that I, the cries reached me. The cries mm-hmm. got so loud they reached me. And so let's get the crowds up there reaching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's you know? what I was going you know, to say. Let's make a call for a nationwide uh, cry out. The Muslims God. do yeah. call for you prayer mean, every day. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Let's um, do our call for prayer. Well, hold on. <laughs> let's go back to a simpler time where you just prayed at night. I bow my head. No, it's just crying out, man. I'm talking all about right, we need right, to be right, like, right. Jesus, no. look what hey, they do down At this point, here. I'd be happy if they even just said Jesus' name at because people ain't doing nothing. <laughs> hey, you know that meme that says, "Hey Lord, they down here billing us every month when you've done paid it all." You know, have y'all seen uh, that meme? No, I haven't. I haven't. It says it was like, "Hey Lord, they down here sending us bills every month when you've done paid it all." <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's what funny. we need to be saying to the Lord right now. Jesus, Lord, you see what they doing down here? They trying to force us, Lord, to mm-hmm. do this. They're trying to take our job, mm-hmm. Lord. They're trying, you know, they're they taking over down here. Come mm-hmm. and do yeah. something about it. Mm-hmm. That's what we need to do. Remind God. Of what he's always done. Yeah. Remind him. Remind him that his word says that as in the days of Noah, mm-hmm. as in the days of Sodom and Lot. Um, and uh, listen, I'm telling you, if we could get enough people on board with this, yeah. we could get that cry out to the Lord high enough mm-hmm. to where he, he yeah. cannot help. He cannot help. But come down and rescue his people when the cry gets loud enough. Could you imagine just ten percent of uh, literally the world just doing it, and then boom, well, it's, you know? Yeah. Well, the thing is, the problem is, is uh, most Christians are so blinded by everything, you know, in the sense that you that's know, why we're going to have to go through a bunch of mess, right? Exactly. Because it's going to take it to make them cry. Out. Yeah. None yeah. Of, yeah. They're not. They're God not awakened sends, yet to sends the delusion too. Yeah. So, so we're going to have to be real loud then. It's the, it's the true ones that need to cry We're going to get megaphones and be yeah, like, and be like people yeah. out. <laughs> do, you, do you guys want to go to the streets someday and just with megaphones? We're going to have to get synthesizers that makes our it. voice sound like ten voices. Oh, yeah. And be like, Lord, we're crying out. Yeah. We're just a remnant, so we're having to make our voice louder. That's why That's why uh, I mentioned it here because she said we were going to mention it on the unveiling because this platform, uh, we can reach a lot further mm-hmm. and many more people. Uh, so if you see it, like, comment, share, do the whole thing. Like, comment, share, mm-hmm. subscribe, no, subscribe. We're not. We're not. Well, I guess, <laughs> I guess you're good. We do. I guess you're uh, good. We do platform on that. Mm-hmm. Guys, let people know about what 
about the the videos that we've done uh they can learn a lot of things so if they'll much. go back um but who's going to end it all right well that concludes the 2022 first episode which is the 22nd episode of the unveiling oh weird i know thanks for joining us like i said like comment subscribe on youtube and uh share because the more we get out the more we can tell uh the world what, what's going on we can we can do our prayers we can cry out to god say change make you know bring change mm-hmm. so join us again next week we'll be picking this stuff back up right right guys yeah all right we're picking it back up uh join us next week for episode 23 the lord wills yeah if the lord's not already back <laughs>